When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome, welcome to this week's edition of the Spurs Show. Uh, you're very lucky this week. You're getting two shows this week. You're getting this one that you're listening to, which goes out on a Wednesday night, and then there'll be a second show coming out on Friday, looking at the West Ham game, the big game on Friday and beyond. Uh, joining me uh, tonight, three wonderful guests. Firstly, from Livingston Tech, the uh, lovely place where we do this podcast from every week. Emmanuel Mon returns. Hello, everyone. Hello, just, you nodded and then realised I better say something <laughs> oh as well, goodness. as opposed to just a nod. <laughs> it was a loud nod, though. Dead air, darling. Darling, no dead <laughs> air. No, no. And then also returning uh, actor, um, uh, voiceover extraordinaire, impressionist, comedian, so many, so Ooh, many, uh, so many hats. <laughs> Mr. Simon Lipson. Hello. Hello, everybody. Nice to see you. Thank and... You. Uh, you can arguably say the voice of Tottenham Hotspur when you, you phone up. You said that when Willie Morgan was here. Well, he you was. He used to be the, the voice. He used to be the voice. Daniel Wynn was here the other week. You called him the he voice of Tottenham Hotspur. I'm listening. You know, There's three voices. Three voices. But the one who, when you like phone Simon. up Spurs, well, a lot more than that. When you phone up Spurs, the man about where the hell are my tickets? That's, it's your voice. Yeah. And the man on the pitch, the man we'll talk about, Jurgen Kinsman in a minute. Absolutely. How that happened? Uh, Paul Coit returns. Hello. <laughs> right, well, you? Look, very, very well. Lots to, lots to chat about, hence we're doing two shows. Uh, in this first show, we're going to be looking back at the wonderful victory against the Woolwich Wanderers. Um, the tough but, you know, important victory against Crystal Palace. Uh, we're going to be chatting about next season at Wembley, um, some transfer rumours, and then the show that will come out on Friday, we'll look specifically at the West Ham game and uh, opening up Player of the Year on the Spurs Show Player of the Year. So, firstly, I've got a stat um, to open things up with. Look at the last two seasons. Um, last season, this so far. Played 72, won 42, drawn 21, lost 9, 4, um, 140. I haven't written down the away correctly. But anyway, top over two seasons, 15 points ahead of Manchester City in that league with a net spend of £7 million. Is it Spursy? We still haven't won the league. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> like the most Emmanuel, I mean, that I mean, is extraordinary. And I think if we need one more point, we are guaranteed second. Our highest league finish since the 60s, mid-60s. Not Basically not in my lifetime yeah. will I've seen Tottenham Hotspur finish second. For a man who writes a, a very entertaining blog each week, Quite moany at times. That's still that's not <laughs> not a bad stat, is why? it? It's, why? Why? Why is the blog moany? What have got to moan about? Come well, on. Well, the the truth of the matter is, it's a fantastic performance, and there's little doubt. I think we've been the best team over the last two years. Mm. Sadly, 
<laughs> we're going to finish third and second. Oh, you think? Oh, I see. Yes, I think yes. no. I think we will finish second, yes. uh, despite the fact I haven't predicted a win this season. <laughs> I, w- I, I do think we'll get the one point we need from the remaining four games. Got a chance? Yeah. I'd say a fairly strong chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think we'll we'll comfortably get second. Absolutely. How's that? And, well, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> Simon, do you think there's uh, any chance that we could still... Obviously, we play... We'll talk about West Ham uh, um, in, in the next show. But, but you know, so, you know we, we're still in with, in with a shout. We yeah, uh, I mean, you know, keep ma- matching Chelsea. They've got Middlesbrough fighting for their lives uh, after we absolutely. play West Ham. Yeah, I, ma- madness happens. I mean, I think, I think it's, it's remote. You're, you're probably looking at the 10% chance. But you know, it's football people. You know, if, it, if you take a, take a scenario, but um, they're playing Middlesbrough and... Costa goes in high and gets sent off uh, and they start to defend and they can't defend and, and Negredo nicks a, nicks a win. It's, it's, look, anything's possible. Palace beat them. Yeah. Uh, United killed them and United are nothing really this season. United overwhelmed them and actually we overwhelmed them at Wembley and mm. managed to lose, which is obviously, you know, Spursy. But um, anything's possible. Uh, my, my, my most terrifying scenario is that we... <laughs> Is that they lose three games and so do we, mm. you know, and that you know when it's it's there for the taking. Well, I can still. It's see interesting it. to say that because me and Paul texted each other before the Palace game, and both being a Spurs fans of a certain age <laughs> and thinking about after the Chelsea game. And obviously, I was very down after. I couldn't yeah. do the show last week. I was that down. Yeah. And we both sort of thought, well, Palace, you know, tough. They put the teams they've beaten, maybe a draw. We were both quite pessimistic. Now I think we're going to win every game. Yes, That's it, how fickle I am but you know, we, the Spurs. There, there was part of us both, though. Yeah. Let's face it, we were both tempting fate as well. well yes. We were both, you know. We think by we, saying we're going to lose, we're going to win. You know, there's a chance. Yeah. But yeah, I really, really didn't fancy Palace at all. Mm. I really thought, honestly, I really thought yeah. we're not going to do anything there. Yeah. But each time this team... All those old Spursy things seem to be going by the wayside. Each, we're still thinking, ah, oh, this is where we'd slip up, but it's not happening, which is fantastic. And also, with, with you know, we're, we're, we're getting to the Arsenal game now. You know, there was the, the Chelsea with 0 0 Everton, then there was the three quick goals. You know, I kind of saw you at the ground. I was went to the game. I was excited that yeah. we were playing Arsenal, but it's a bit ten, slightly deflated by, mm. oh, it doesn't mean we're not going to get a point behind them now. And you know, if there's any team you don't want to play, then it's, it's that lot, Arsenal who were on a terrible run. So when did the deflation end? Because I was the same way as you. At, at nil-nil, I'm thinking, oh, it's on, it's on. I'm so excited. I could sleep the night mm. before because of everything that could yeah. happen. Then, once we got going, it all gone out the window. So, I mean, how long did it take you until the, you, you forgot the whole Chelsea thing? It's probably um, once the game kicked off, though. It was, it was all over, wasn't it? When that first goal went in. It took a while. <laughs> it took a while. Well, I mean, the first half, you know, let's talk, let's, let's go into the Arsenal game. The first half, we played obviously much better the second half. I thought even the first half, we kind of overplayed it at the back and, and a decent team would have punished us yeah, yeah. there was like Luis throwing out and especially up, even when we went two up we had a w- wobble at 2-0 well, I actually thought Luis was was Arsenal's most dangerous player <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm it's, with you it's entirely. almost like he, he's looking out on the pitch and he's like which of our players have the most player up his ass <laughs> I throw to him <laughs> yeah. I throw very high and difficult yeah. or he track it out or of th- play or throw it completely yeah. out, out of play, play. Yeah. And, exactly and, and I think it's Partly because he's bored. Yeah. You know, we have got a magical defence now. And, yeah. you know, we don't let stuff in. He hardly has anything to do. You think, oh, it's, it's like a I, Munchausen. I think you're being generous. <laughs> Munchausen by proxy do, I don't for think a goalkeeper. He, he can pass, actually. <coughs> well, I, no, think it's, I think it's his weakest. It's his weakest. And, 
he's very fortunate that he doesn't play for Man City because Guardiola yeah. would have actually shipped mm. him wouldn't out. Survive? Yeah, I mean, he makes Hart look like a great footballer. Yeah. See, Simon, if if you think he's a bit bored, yeah. See, when you're playing, when you're a kid and you're a goalkeeper and the team's really good, yeah, you kind of want the ball to come to you a bit. Don't yeah. Do you reckon it happens at this league? That's do you reckon what, uh, when you got a, when you got a great team in front of you and you're there and you're thinking? Just give yeah. me something. You yeah. know, just, I, I want to make a save, he, or gets, are they quite happy to sit there? He had two dribbling shots to save in yeah. the entire match. There was one at him, and yeah. one when he got stretched, yeah, when there was a bit of Alvaro went in on yeah, well yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And um, I felt, you know, I know no, this is probably nonsense, really, but he, it's almost as though he's thinking, well, what about me? I'm standing here doing nothing. All yeah. you blokes are having a great time. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm just going to put someone in trouble and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then maybe we you know I'll have something to save yeah. it's almost it feels like that but I mean it's obviously not I just, confident in his own ability yeah, I think, that should he make put Arsenal on the attack yeah. that he will be able to save that yeah. get a bit of glory <laughs> exactly. then on we go exactly. and then we'll go on the score. I exactly. can't blame him he did he's sick and tired of Ali and, and Kane getting all the glory so that's it he, yeah. he's, he, he did do a bit of good sort of Clements like running out when he headed the ball out yeah, in the second yeah. half yeah he did uh, so he was off his line quickly. Where the Liverpool thing didn't work, yeah. he went for another go. Yeah. And that was perfect, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, absolutely. They did yeah. that well this time. You know, but let's, let's look at the game. Obviously, we beat them. Uh, we know all the stats. First time in 22 years, which is awful. I can't believe it. 22 yes. years to finish above them. Crackers. Isn't it? Um, and funny enough, another stat I, I, I read today. If we win our remaining games, we will only be one point behind their wonderful invincible season at the points they got right? when they didn't lose a game all season. We'd have to be one point behind that. And we still don't win the league. Yeah. <laughs> can I, I mean, can I just put this out there? Yeah, I mean, I, we're, we're obviously moving on to the Arsenal game in a second, but I just want to put this out there that as, as Spurs fans, you know, who, kind of perennially disappointed Spurs fans, be, partly because we don't win anything and partly because they, they disappoint us with performances where you think they're going to be good and then they're poor... For the last two seasons, and if we, if we set aside, you know, the last four games maybe of last season and a, and a couple of crappy draws this season, we've been watching a wonder team. It's, it's been, and for me, all right, we, it's nice to win something. Of course you want to win something. But there's great joy to be had in simply watching this team yeah. do what they do because they are exceptional. And, and everywhere you look on the pitch... You don't see, really see a weakness, but I think it's. It, I think it's. I agree with you, but I think the reason it's so good is it's kind of been nurtured. It hasn't been yeah. bought like Chelsea or Man City. When you, you know, you look at go through our players, not all of them, but certainly how he came from. No, Danny Rose when he started out, a lot of us were like, yeah. really, you know, there's a lot of Dembele. Oh, is he? You know, he's not as good as he was at Fulham. There's certain players who have improved so much. Yeah. That to me has been the joy. Yes, there's been some. If he was uh, results, you know, especially Europe this season. Oh, well, well, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't want to burst yeah. the bubble. No, no. Uh, somewhat. Europe the, was the, poor. I, I don't think there's any doubt that week in, week out, the performances have been exceptional by and large. I mean, as you say, apart from one or two poor performances. But actually, I think where we were humiliated to some extent was in Europe, where, you know, apart from Monaco, who we all now appreciate are a magnificent team. Mm. You know, mm. They were in the semi-finals, you know, the Champions League. But we, we played pretty mediocre teams otherwise. Mm. And we, we horribly underperformed mm. across the board. You know, every game. There wasn't one game where we could actually say we no. were great. Why do you think that was, Paul? Do you think that's just because we don't have the savvy yet? Of ch- these players don't have enough Champions League experience. Do you blame on the Wembley pitch? Which, you know, we played better in, okay, the Europa game. Mm. So the last qualifier, then the Europa game. And then at Chelsea, we played well despite not winning. 
What do you think it was? I, you know what? I haven't got a clue. Yeah. I have no idea. No idea. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I haven't got a clue. No, but I think now, I think if we played those teams now, if they mm. had the if if they did the qualifying rounds, maybe at the end of the season, do it all back to front. Mm. I think then we'd be in with a shot. I mean, I, we're playing so much better, aren't yeah. we? I mean, look yeah. at us now. I mean, the, the the games that we're watching, we're thinking. I mean, honestly. We're, we're not having a problem with touch wood with anybody that we've played over the past look, what, look, you can couple argue, of months. Look, you can argue that football, the quality of football has gone down over the last years. I, I get all that. Yeah. You, can, you, know, you can only beat what's in front of you. But, you know, I've been going since the early 70s and I've never seen a Tottenham Hotspur team finish second in the league and, dare I say, deserve when is it, to actually win it. 1963. Yeah, they are. was the last time. So That's a long time. Mm. So, you know, all of us are honoured to be able to go there yeah. week in, week out. And, and see this, and you know, with a lot of young and British players, which you know, we're not just going out and buying this one and that and one. Everybody was, I mean, we, we sat here and talked about it at the start of the season. They go, oh, you know, now Guardiola's in at Man City yes. and Liverpool are going to come strong, Klopp, and now Mourinho's in. And look at that. Oh, see, we had our biggest chance absolute, last year. No. So many Seth, And I'm still hearing it now. People going, yeah, oh, yeah. next year. Yes, you're right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you've had your chance. Yes, I've yeah. even heard people Came in Spurs going, that's it. If we're ever going to do it, it's going to be, why? Yeah. I think you're spot on. I, we heard it last year. Yeah. That was your chance with Leicester. Yeah. This year, now people are telling me, no, this is your chance. And I'm thinking, no, no, no. We, we, you, you said yeah. last year was our chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, so I think this I is think, a, a seriously strong team. Yeah. And it provided, you know, it's, 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 it's kept together and the manager stays. Which I can't yeah. see any reason why he wouldn't. Yeah. Then we're on to something. And I, I, don't, I don't buy any of that stuff about, you know, yeah. we're going to, this is, it's been and gone and next year it'll be Liverpool because of Klopp. Well, that, that was supposed to be this season. Yeah. Uh, well, I, th- I think it also demonstrates, yeah, I think it demonstrates that it takes a lot longer for even great managers mm. to turn things around, you know, yeah. and, and that's the issue that, the, you know, Arsenal have, you know, mm. because when Wenger goes and he will clearly mm. go, whether he goes next year, the year after, it's not simply mm. a case of parachuting in, you know, a great Italian mm. manager and he's suddenly going to transform them yeah. into, you know, into champions. But going into that Arsenal game, they were hilariously awful. Yeah. Probably the worst Arsenal performance I've seen at White Hart Lane since 1983. We've beaten 5-0 when they had George Falco. Wooden goal. Falco scored, scored two goals. Yeah, when they were just two, awful. I think they were that bad, whereby I didn't, for one minute, be scared like, oh, here we go, they're going to get back into I this game. I think what was most obvious was they had no pattern to their play. So no, when they got the ball and they were sort of trying to attack, you, you never thought to yourself, okay, they're now going to move overlap. left to right, overlap. Yeah. It, it was, it's literally, what, what it highlighted was that over the last few years, they've disguised the sort of relative success with moments of individual brilliance. Mm. It was never a team performance. It was always, oh, Sanchez did something amazing or Ozil did something amazing or Walcott. And now there's nothing there. Yeah. Spurs Arsenal games... You, you're never comfortable. You, never, you can never enjoy them, can you? Because no. you, they're so uncomfortable. You sit there and you're sort of gripping all your knees. and no, sort of, yeah, you, I don't really take in what's going on because I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. This has got to be the first Spurs-Arsenal game I think mm. I've probably ever seen where, you know, later on, I actually sat there quite comfortably yeah. and enjoyed what was going on. I wasn't thinking, oh, God, they're going to get one, they're going to get two. I, it never actually happened. And it's only looking back on it that I think... But be, be, being the last North London derby at the present ground and the amazing atmosphere that was there, plus yeah. getting the two goals in two minutes yeah. was, was 
absolutely and again Kane and Ali again mm. scoring it's incredible again I, I was saying to uh, people around me again I, every time I did it at the semi-final as well Ali just where is he what's he doing <laughs> bang goal bang mm. goal yep. well, he, he it's does incredible have, midfielder it's, have Tottenham had a midfielder I'm trying to think the last Tottenham midfielder who sort of scored goals like that on a regular basis mm. the thing about Ali actually a long time. he seems to have an instinct for for doing the thing that changes a game mm. you know he's he, he is always that guy and he was anonymous yeah. uh, against Chelsea actually yeah. anonymous. Yeah, yeah, and, and then he slipped yeah. in and scored a brilliant goal uh, same with Arsenal you know he was the first bloke he saw that opportunity he was three other Arsenal blokes around him no he's the first bloke to, mm. he can see it yeah. and I think he's got that ability to, mm. to do decisive things in, and actually in a way that perhaps someone like Dembele hasn't you know yeah. Dembele who's probably a more graceful and skillful player mm. overall actually with all of that ability doesn't necessarily impact games in the way that Ali does Ali can float around and yeah. suddenly he's there's a brilliant pass, there's a brilliant goal. Can you imagine how many goals he would have scored this year if he had managed to convert the open goals he's missed? Yes, regularly exactly. In every yeah, game. I mean, he'd, he'd, he'd right, have yeah. won the golden boot by yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. You're right. And actually, I think the other point to make really, and it's maybe it's a reflection of how strong the team are, is he is a bit of a luxury player. Yeah. And actually, if we be. weren't as strong in the other positions, I'm not sure... Mm. we could accommodate someone like But we're him. talking about a team, what you're saying yes, about yeah. Dembele. He yes. doesn't do that. Yeah, I know, but that's not his job. Oh, his job is that. Sure. Then Deli Ali does yeah. this. We've had all they these, you know, mm. I don't like that. I mean, I know it's no, a phrase. Gonna, and I, yeah. I bet you don't, although you, it came out, luxury player. No, so I mean, what they used to say about Hoddle. But oh, it no, just no. means a real no, you want, you, talented... No, you want someone who can do the unusual. There's yeah. no question yeah. about it. I mean, you know, every we've lacked that for quite a while. But we've always had one. Well, I mean, probably not for a while. Not for a while. There's always been one, yeah. but then there hasn't been the team that's gone with them. Correct. You know, look at Ginola, you know, he was amazing, yeah, but yeah. he didn't have the rest yeah, of them absolutely. doing the rest of the job. Correct. But I, I think that's, a, that's quite a spursy yeah. thing to say, Emmanuel, because because <laughs> I can remember back in, to the season when uh, Clive Allen scored 49 goals. Mm. And he was this was towards the end of the season. He'd already got about 40 under his belt. And he, he came into midfield and misplaced a pass. And a bloke behind me went, oh, f- what do you do, Alan? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, I mean, uh, what, does, what does Ali do? He scores 20 yeah, goals. And, fantastic. Uh, you know, yeah, well, I'll, yeah. I'll settle for that. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a brilliant young mm. boy. And, and I think, you know, he's, he's only going to improve. What we've got to be wary of is, is people coming in, Real Madrid, you know, whoever's got serious money to spend and chuck a hundred grand at Daniel Levy a hundred million rather at Daniel Levy and suddenly you think Levy might think you know what we've got a ground to pay for and well, we'll talk I, I about know. we'll talk about that that's in, troubling in a isn't it we'll talk about that in a minute about players coming and going after this short break Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk.
And we're back in the room. There we are. Um, but before the break, we were talking about, uh, Simon talked about possible players coming in now. Lots of rumours about Carl Walker in the papers uh, this week that uh, he's not handing in a transfer request, if you believe the press, but he said he wants to go. Apparently he's on 70k a week and he knows that his representatives knows that they can get kind of double out of the clubs. Would you be sad to see someone like Carl Walker go, Paul? Yeah, I'd, I'd be sad to see anybody go. I've mm. said that for as, as long as I've been a Spurs fan. It's when people moan about new players coming in when they go, oh, well, I don't know about him coming in. I I'm really not bothered. I don't want anybody to go. They can bring in who they want. It's down to Pochettino, down to Pochettino who plays mm. and who starts the matches. So, you know, I don't want anybody to leave. Why would you want anybody yeah. to leave? But Simon, he's been, I mean, but he has, if you look at the, um, you know, him and uh, Trippier, they've been rotating the last 20 games. Yeah. You know, the, the Chelsea game, Trippier's played all the FA Cup games. You could argue, well, Walker should have played in um, the game against Arsenal. But we'll talk about the Palace game in a minute. Mm. He, was, he had a very poor game against Crystal Palace. Mm. So you could argue, well, you didn't have a great game. I'm bringing him in. Surely that's competition for places. Yeah, well, no, I, yeah, Emmanuel I think, had a stat yeah. before about, about yeah, Walker's I, contribution. I the, the stats uh, are that I can't remember how many assists um, Trippier's had, but it's many more than Walker's had in, uh, in terms of this season. Mm. I think Walker was something along the lines of one assist. Yeah. Now, you know, I think we all appreciate he's a remarkable physical specimen. He's strong, he's fast. You know, he's, I think, defensively stronger than, uh, than mm. Trippier. Uh, but I think maybe the way that Pochettino wants his fullbacks to play, he, he wants a lot more attacking threat mm. and he wants much better crossing yeah. ability. And, and Trippier, I, th- I think there's, it's undoubtedly true, he's, he's much better at crossing. Yeah, he's, he's a, a great yeah. crossing. Yeah. 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 There was yeah. one against Arsenal and I remember I was sitting there with my son and I was saying, you watch this. And that was the one that didn't like fly over the top. And it was like, no, no, that's that's not him. But he generally, you're absolutely right. When it comes to crossing the ball. And also he's got a very feathery touch. You know, when the ball is played to him, he... He's under control instantly. Yeah, I love that phrase as well. Feathery touch. Feathery touch. Mm. No, you can have it. It's a feathery touch. Use it on this pitch. Can, I, can I use yeah, that? Yeah. It's yours. I'll credit it to you, yeah. but, but I love the feathery touch. I mean, you could, ar- you could argue that defensively, Trippier is, is a kind of more solid defender. Um, I mean, I thought he played against... I thought he marked Sanchez very, very well. Very early on, Sanchez was waving at his Arsenal players, get the ball over here, I want a one-on-one. But he didn't really, I'm trying to think, mm. he didn't really get behind Trippier at all, did he? No. In the game. He looked quite busy, Sanchez, and you always thought there's a threat there, but actually didn't, he didn't achieve much, did he, uh, in the mm. great scheme of things. So no, it was, uh, I thought Trippier did well. Whether, if, if Walker goes, so the question is, is Trippier a shoo-in? Does he become Mr. Right-back or, or wing-back, yeah. or do we go looking for somebody better? I'd be, I'd be gobsmacked. I, I, I think part of the reasons for these sort of rumours is that the club have decided they need to buy some new players to supplement mm. the squad, and I think they need to raise funds. You know, so they, I th- yeah, they would need to. I raise think funds. there's little we, we doubt know that, that, that you, know, stadium, absolutely. you know that maybe Carl Walker goes. You know, maybe Sissoko goes. Maybe Janssen goes. Maybe Vimmer goes. You know, I mean, the, yeah. I'm not again. Yeah. I'm not saying I want all of them to go, but I think yeah. it's very. Well, you got you probably got 70, 80 million yeah, pounds. You, you've there, got to raise you? some money. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I think I just don't. You know, again, it was in the Evening Standard today um, that um, supposedly Pochettino has said, "I want 
<clears throat> Premier League players. I don't want any players to come in that, yeah. you know, because we've had that problem I, I, with, with Janssen who I, I, hasn't, yeah. hasn't adapted yet to, to, I, I, to this I, I'm league. almost certain that the, in terms of attacking um, talent, they're going to go for people like Andre Gray yeah. or Josh King, people yeah. who have been playing for sort of lesser teams in inverted commas, um, but can score goals. Mm. And, and they know that, yeah, the English yeah. game as well. Yeah, when mm. they get a run out, these guys are strong and they're relatively fit and they can score mm. in the Premier League. And, that, and yeah. actually, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, going back to, um, I mean, I mean, the other player that, that we've been linked to, two other players we've been linked to is Wolf is a heart palace, which I've been told is not going to happen. I heard he wants to come, but Spurs have sort of called on him now for various reasons. And the other one, which really divides the fans, is, is Ross Barkley at Everton. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you all think about Barkley? Have you seen much of him? Yeah, no, so I'm, I'm, I know some Everton fans that like him. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's, it's just bringing someone in that I think there's no problem with that. And if mm. they're going to fit into play, I, I don't have a problem with him at all. I think he's a good player. Do you, he's a good do you, footballer. Do you mean, one of my concerns, if you look around the squad, if, you, if we say that Jansen hasn't, can't really stand it for Kane, he's not, or certainly hasn't shown that capacity to stand it for Kane yet, um, and the only other player we don't have a, a sort of a like-for-like stand-in is Ericsson. Mm. So I agree. Is, is Barkley... Who has been tremendous in the last been couple phenomenal of months. Who's been phenomenal. I mean, half. we haven't talked about Palace yet, but one is that game that yeah. didn't look like we were going to win. He's, he's been stunning and he's making goals, he's scoring goals. Um, so the, but the question is, if he's gone, if he's injured, who do we stick in there uh, with that creativity and that influence on the game? And I don't think we've got any... I mean, I, for me, and I'm saying this to Emmanuel before the show, you know, uh, I, like, I like the look of Marcus Edwards. He looks unbelievably good, but he also looks like his four stone dripping wet, you know. So um, in terms of ability, he would seem to be a, a, an Ericsson mm. like for like, but but I don't think Pochettino quite trusts that yet, or trusts... No. Er- he's had yet. injury problems, isn't he? And he's That's had injury problems. Um, so... That would seem. I don't know whether Barkley is is really that guy. You know, he's more mm. of a runner. He's more of a. He's a kind of a powerhouse, as opposed. Ericsson's that clever little. You know, he's more in the sort of Dembele role. I kind of think there, yeah. isn't he? Sort of, sort of. That's where he kind of plays, isn't it? Yeah. Whenever I watch Barkley play, I mean, I've only seen. I just think of. I just think of the difference of, in coming in here years ago, and we're now building the B team. You know, we, yeah, we, we were sitting yeah. here talking, oh, God, he's going to go. <laughs> it's terrible. And this is never thinking, well, yeah, what if Ericsson's got a bad toe? Then we can rig someone else. It's, it's very exciting, isn't it? I mean, it really is. Yeah. Did you go to, did you go to the Palace game, the uh, Palace game in the week? I, I watched that behind the sofa. That one. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> no, I, I, I wasn't behind the sofa. I actually, surprisingly enough, when the second half began and it was clear that we just ratcheted up the pressure, yeah, you could, yeah. and you just saw that yeah. there was there, there was no opposition. You know, basically, yeah, yeah, Palace couldn't get out of it. Emmanuel, did you did you shout? Don't shoot from there when <laughs> he got the ball. Because I think did. everybody did. I was sitting there, no, no, I was went, oh, not from, <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, they'll never learn. Yeah. Well, that, no, that, was the only, that was the only caveat there, was I thought, well, yeah, we completely dominated that yeah. game, particularly in the second half. But I couldn't see, where, where's the goal coming mm. from? Where's it coming from? I just yeah. couldn't see it. Yeah. Um, and and then, that's what they say, the sign of a great team not yeah. playing well. And you, yeah. you nick, you nick uh, yeah. uh, 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 an yeah. Arsenal like 1-0. Yeah, the and the Swans well, right at the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, that's, that's certainly true. We didn't yeah. play particularly well in that game. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's amazing. I mean, then we go back to the Arsenal. It's nine, nine, well, nine wins in a row now. It's, it's, it's just... It's incredible. It's, it's mad. Absolutely it? yeah. incredible yeah. To, 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 to witness this. It, it really is. Um, 
few bits of business before we uh, carry on and then wind up. Uh, don't forget, next week is our live show at the 100 Club. Uh, we're doing two shows that night, one with Rob White and Paul Hawksby, and then myself and Theo Delaney are joined by Harry Redknapp. It's going to be a wonderful night, uh, reminiscing over the great seasons we had under Harry, lots of great stories. I think there's about six tickets left. If you go to live.spurshow.net, we'll see you at the 100 Club next week, which will be a wonderful celebration of... The, the, the great season we've had. Um, very, very quickly, um, we send our best wishes to ex-Spurs player Aaron Lennon, who uh, sadly was detained by the police under the mental health act. So it's really quite sad that yeah. Uh, yeah, we hope that guy. he gets well soon. He was, again, mm. a, great, a, a great servant to uh, Tottenham Hotspur and uh, hopefully he'll, he'll get uh, better soon. Um, very, very quickly, Wembley Stadium, before we sort of wind up now, quick talk, the, the, it's now come out that we're officially playing at Wembley. Um, and they're slowly announcing pricing and, and stuff like that. Are you looking forward to it? I mean, you've already done a, a few stints there. Now. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's it like for you working there and facilities and everything? It's, it's exciting. It's great, yeah. actually. It was, like, it was like ridiculous going down there and looking and seeing. That would be one of my great Spurs memories was yeah. that, first, that first game and, and seeing all those fans come. Because I remember everybody arrived really late for that first game and seeing the blue and white coming mm. up Wembley Way and everything was unbelievable standing in the middle and yeah. seeing it all was fantastic yeah. and I'm, I, I'm confident that they're going to they're going to sell out every game you know the prices are coming down there's 90,000 are going to be allowed I mean it's going to be crazy so I, the only concern of course is how we're going to perform at Wembley but mm. I don't how, f- how, it's almost like how other teams are going to perform at Wembley yeah yeah we play well, my understanding is we, we are able once we're there for the year to mm. change the size of the pitch. Right. It's going to be five yes. sides. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Dembele is going to be amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, stop it. The goal that Hugo's in is tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got yeah. a weenie, weenie yeah, goal. Exactly. They've got a huge Enormous goal. One. And it's, yeah. it's great. We've got a great Whatever chance. you like. Yeah. It, it probably runs a bit deeper than the size of the pitch, don't Do you think, think so? It? Yeah, no, I don't. I, know. I think you've got mental. a sense. You think it's mental? I, I well, you know, I used to think. You know, we're going to Wembley. We had this terrible record at Wembley. I think, oh, we, you know, we're going to put that right against Chelsea, and we did actually performance-wise. That, mm. Of all the performances this season, the Champions League, when we were really poor, I mean, we didn't put a, a single performance together, and then against Chelsea, we were, we were brilliant. Yeah. Do you, th- um, do you think you'll look at? Uh, I mean, going back to sort of players he might bring in do you think he'll maybe look at that whole Wembley factor and see what kind of players would work better on that pitch you know lots of stamina but pace is it, is bombing it, up and down I is it know. a thing that's the thing is it really a thing it? is it a coincidence is there something to that I mean they'll be looking into there it is, surely but there is. It, I can't work it out and everybody else does. Well, let, let me tell you every person I've spoken to who's not a Spurs fan mm. are convinced we're going to have a terrible season next they year yeah. they're convinced that we're going to struggle to be top 10 that's what they think. Mm. So, I, think, I think it's almost like a layout thing because, you know, if, if you stand on the White Hart Lane pitch, you know, the, the crowd are really on you. You, they, you really feel that they're on top of you. Wembley, the, the seating is it don't. You do feel, you speak to players that, yes, you can hear fans, but nothing like the atmosphere at White Hart Lane at the weekend. You're not going to get that. And I think, you know, the old adage, the crowd is the 12th man, especially in league games and, and especially cup games as well. I think makes well, it makes I, a big I think difference. It's, it's I think a, they miss that. It is a two-way street as well. I mean, as a, as a fan, if you're sitting anywhere from halfway up, yeah, it's like watching tiddlywinks. You can't really, you know, you mm. don't feel as involved. It's in like the you're game. kind of watching telly, isn't it? It, it is like that. So, way. and I, yeah. I, I'm like the seat I had for the Champions League. For some reason, I ended up uh, on row two. 
so I'm at pitch level. Oh, right at the bottom. Yeah, so you oh. can't see anything. Yeah. Uh, and then I ended up, the, the semi, I was way up high. The and top nowhere, But nowhere near the back. Right. I mean, you're still miles to go before, behind me. Yeah. And I just felt so removed from the action. And, mm. we, you know, they were, everyone around me is trying to kind of, you know, jolly it up and get, get people going. But it just didn't feel... You know, but you what go, they're trying to do, and I, I think it's a great idea, because I, I think a lot of fans sort of ask them to do it, the main complaint with Wembley is you'll show up with your kids and all that and you'll get some right old yobs around you that you're yeah. thinking, well, I don't want to sit here. They're trying to move people in their blocks, mm. the people you're used to chatting to in Tello, together. And they're yeah. going to do that together. And then if you want, don't want that seat, you can then ask to move. So hopefully that will help the sort of familiarity yeah. of, of what's going on. But I don't think, I agree with you. I mean, I don't think there's many great seats. For the semi-final, mm. I was front row of the top tier, which is great because there was no one standing up the whole time, but you felt removed. And then I was in the middle tier for Champions League, but at the back. So when everyone stood up, you had to stand up. You've got to up. stand up, yeah. There's, I mean, it's unbelievable, the National Stadium. It's yeah. just not a great the stadium. Worst, yeah. The worst seat I had when we played Monaco was mm. the Monaco... I sat on the Monaco bench. Really? By mistake. Did and you have your boots? I'd, Are you going to come on? Well, the thing is, I'd done me a little bit of half-time, walked off, and I thought, oh, well, I'll sit here. Anyway, then... <laughs> this is true. The substitutes start sitting next to me, and I was kind of embarrassed, and I didn't thought... Should I move and apologise for sitting or, or shall I just stay here? So, I've, uh, push you, you know, it was like that. And uh, so I just stayed in the, just stayed sat there really? the whole time. So it was ridiculous. So, uh, so I would advise that's probably not the best place no. to sit. You, you should have uh, chapped up Mbappe. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah, oh, you did. Yeah, 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 did. Yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, anyway, we're going to wind up there. We're going to be back on Friday looking at the massive game against West Ham and opening up the player of the year. Uh, Spurs Show Player of the Year. So for now, uh, Paul, Emmanuel and Simon, thank you very much. Come on, you Spurs. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.